Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The match title cards are upside down. The whole world is upside down. We got splashes. We got matches. We got the Fiends and Flobitos in the Catbird seat. It's the Monday Raw After Show and After Buzz TV, and it's a new day. Yes, it is. Oh. Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I, I'm still missing that track, man. It's just... Yeah. There oh, it is, man. Even though Evan Mack is on the building. Like, do we, do do we still here? own the rights? Yeah, yeah. I think we, we, oh, yeah. We, we, we don't know now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my royalties, man. <laughs> Yo, how's everyone doing? My name is Plobo, and this is the Monday Night Raw after show, after Buzz TV. Uh, it What's is your name again? Plobo. Oh, okay. Let's make sure I say a little hi out there, you know? Okay. I got fans in all different ranges, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, let's, let's get going. Uh, Monday Night Raw is live from Knoxville, Tennessee tonight. A lot of things going on. Three hours of fun, the King of the Ring, and all that stuff. But before we do, let's introduce the panel. On my far, far left, this guy who was on the class of champions after show, he calls himself, quote, the Hall of Farmer. Give it up for Jack Farmer, everybody. What's up? I'm so excited to be here. This yeah. is the debut yeah. of Flobo in the command center. How many tag names do you seat. have? I am all dressed up for, for this guy. Oh, how many? So I, I was underdressed, but thank you so how, much. How many? I, have a, I have a couple hashtags out there. You have too many. You yeah. need to pick Bring one. Bring back Jack. There's, Jack attack what? Bring back Jack. Jack don't crack. Uh, Irish cocoa butter. The Hall of Farmer. <laughs> uh, white chocolate Jack. Oh. <laughs> I, I actually like that one. I like that one. <laughs> the other one's a whack, but that one was cool. <laughs> uh, cool. To his right, she is moving and shaking. Got 20 jobs and a growing management team from the Great White North. Give it up to TK Trinidad. How you doing? What's up, y'all? Shout out to Uncle Murph. I see you. Uh, no, Mac is not returning. Mac is with WWE, y'all. Did Mac has moved on. If you okay. guys weren't here for last uh, last Monday, Mac has moved on to bigger and brighter and greener things. That's true. That's so true. you'll see him on WWE for real. He is a pirate aboard the Black Pearl. The, there you go. the flagship. Yes. Uh, it's a good point. I, I want to say this. If you guys have not seen last uh, week's NXT episode, you should. It was a one for the ages. Uh, Evan T. Mac has gone on to the flagship WWE. He has moved on. So the photos, I can talk about it. It's great. Uh, props to him. And, and what he's done for the show and the ratings and uh, giving me the opportunity to do my thing here on the show today. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do overall thoughts Monday Night Raw. I mean, it's it's after the Class of Champions pay-per-view. It kind of felt like a holding pattern for me. TK's mm-hmm. overall thoughts of today's show? Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Like, after uh, pay-per-view, sometimes, majority of the time, like 90% of the time, it's just like, mm, we're here. It's like, it's like when you come back from vacation yeah. and you need that one day to actually, like, Get used to everything. Yeah. That's what that's what it feels like after a pay per view. Like you, it's like you can't skip Raw, but technically you can. So this is the one that you could skip. Sidebar question: Are you the kind of person that like comes back on vacation the day before work, or you have that day of rest before work? Well, I mean, I don't work a nine to five. I just create whatever. It just okay. depends on when I get back. I did say you're mover and shaker in the program. How I feel. Yeah. If I feel like I can hit work, but I'm always working. So okay, yeah. <laughs> no days off. Uh, Jack, yeah, come to the show. 
Thoughts on the show? I agree. It was a bit of a holding pattern. The It felt like they were building up so much to this pay-per-view, and then now that it's over, it definitely feels like we are waiting until the Fox move and the draft and everything mm-hmm. else. A lot of moving parts. It, so it felt it felt a little stale, but it was a, it was a fine show. Yeah, for sure. It looked like this show was dominated by The Fiend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was all over the show with the Firefly Funhouse. Whether you liked him or not, uh, he is going to be the next opponent for Seth Rollins. Which no- is good. Yes. Okay, go for it. How is that good? Tell well, me. Well, we saw, we saw when he first came down, which was what, spring? Yeah. And like the slow build, like you can't do this with everybody, but the people that they have been doing it, it's working. Like, yeah. we, you know, this is a slow build. You're going to see everything happens. And like we said last week, we hope it's not where he, you know, battles Seth and it's a squash. Right. Like, so I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. In theory, if you were to buy a ticket to a WWE event, would you buy a ticket? I knew you were going to say that. But if in theory, would you buy a ticket to see Bray Wyatt against Seth Rollins? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess I would buy a ticket. Okay. For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you sound so disgusted. I'll put some like, money what? out. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm sure. No, but I think it's going to be a good match. Yeah. And I think the lead up is going to be good. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. For sure. Jack Farmer, yeah. question for you, man. Bray Wyatt has this thing where he's like balancing not being seen on TV enough and overexposure. And I felt like there was weeks where he's not on. And today he got at least three segments. I don't know if you count the, 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 the vignettes as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you think that was a little hot tonight? Or you think it's a perfect build for Hell in the Cell? I think it was perfect for what they're trying to do. I mm-hmm. think him having just one segment every week or so for a long time, and now we are seeing that he is taking over the show. Maybe not taking over, but we are seeing lots more of him and him being more involved. And the way he's so creepy about it, I think, is working perfectly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as I said on the show last night, I think that he is going to sell so much merchandise in the build-up oh. to Halloween for Hell in a Cell, the yeah. whole thing is just serendipitous. It's perfect. Oh. Ooh, that is an you. SAT word. Serendipitous. Ooh, and that's your word of the day. <laughs> Jack Barnes' word of the day. Brought to us by Centurion Cosmo. <laughs> facts on facts. Uh, the Fiend actually got involved, well, not, not involved in the match itself, but the, but the main event tonight was uh, Seth Rollins versus Robert, Robert Roode. And uh, it was an okay match. I like Robert. He's cool. He's chilling. Have a good mm. time. OC comes in, breaks up the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Looks like a 5 1 beatdown. Uh, and then Kane shows up. That's pretty cool, right? I yeah. guess, yeah. Uh, the Fiend actually does his this his impression where he puts like he beats up a legend and puts the picture on the wall of friendship. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Kane being on the wall of friendship, Jack Farmer? I love it. I think it's great because I, I think that they're building towards a match with the Undertaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think with the Undertaker showing up last week and him having the little promo about the Undertaker, I think. My prediction, he's going to beat Seth Rollins, and then he's going to go on to The Undertaker, and the mm. Kane is going to be that... When, though? So, uh, Survivor Series, which would be November, mm. right? Do you think that would be a retirement match, then? For it's who? For The Undertaker. Didn't he already uh, have a retirement match? He's not like, officially. I mean, he's he's put his hat in the ring, literally, <laughs> a couple yeah. times. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, they could build it as one. Why not? They've Why? done it three other times. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the Undergr- Undertaker is like a soap opera. It's like you, you think they're dead, but they're not really dead. Yeah. And they just come back. It's like as long as he can kind of sort of go, then keep him around. And, and seeing the audience when he comes, because he's not there often, I mean, why not? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I, I like Bray Wyatt. I'm, I'm on the train. I know my man Evan Mack was always weird about him getting dubs and all that, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to see what happens. I do think it's kind of fast. I, will she hit another feud in between this and the Universal Championship? Because uh, well, we he don't be, know. You think something's going to be in there between now and Maybe. then? Maybe. I hope so. That's what I want. Because Finn Balor is a fantastic competitor, but he was totally beatable he going needs to in. He his yeah. baby in. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, he, I, you know, I get, I get where you guys are coming from with <laughs> yeah. the whole him wanting to have more matches. But I think the mystery of who he is also builds on make, making it so. The mystery of it, he's crazy. He's crazy, yeah. exactly. But you don't know. There's we don't no mystery really know what's going to happen when he gets in the ring in a hell in a cell with the Universal Champion Seth Rollins. I would buy a ticket to that. You sound like an apologist. Oh, he, he's he's not crazy. He's working through some stuff. I want to see him live. I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> he's a good guy. If you knew him like I knew him. <laughs> Jack likes psychopaths. I just want to be on the friendship wall. Uh, 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 just well. you. Uh, <laughs> and just real quick about the the main event or the lack of main event. How do you like having Seth Rollins? having a rematch versus one half of the tag team, the new tag team champions, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. A little replay from last night's match. Are we buying them as Raw Tag Team Champs or mm. not, TK? I mean, Ziggler, the hair though, like I'm just so... It's majestic. I as a guy it. who is a hair challenged, I for one is impressed if, how if, he has if, it moisturized. If I could grow that hair, I would have it today. You can't grow it. I'll do the Mandy Rose. Man. It, 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 it's, yeah, yeah oh, you would. I would have it just do you see what I'm saying? elegantly... Cascading I'm off sorry, TK. I don't have a hair deal, right? It's just me. This is all I got. So if I have the long locks, I'm going to totally exploit it. <laughs> all right? Speaking of... Yeah. So speaking of people who are really, really pretty, it's now time for one of my favorite segments of the show. It's now time for TK's Boudoir. TK's Boudoir? What? Uh, oh, what do you? What? 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 Who is this? Who, who what? could this be? Who is it? Oh my God! What's it's, he doing here? What? <laughs> oh my God! Is it not Jim Alexander in the house? Give it up! What? What's Evan Lee's? We got Jim coming in here. Are they the same person? Oh, not the theme no. song. Oh, Why are we playing the band? Play my music. No, no, <laughs> we're not playing it. Cut the music. <laughs> nope. Yes. Josh, I, I like you as a person and a friend, but right now I think we're enemies. I'm gonna turn heel just for yes. you. <laughs> I feel what like... a debut for Jim Alexander! Listen to this music. I don't want to. This must be what people feel like in the audience when the Undertaker returns. I am blown away right now, you guys. Chat's going crazy. <laughs> oh god, no. oh god, no. <laughs> Remember me? Oh, God. Can we get Remember to the-, the Baron Corbin? I've been calling him, people, all you marks at home, I've been calling him for months and months, and my guy tonight has done what I've said for what he would do from day one. And... Uh, Jim Alexander said it from real. the start. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here. I don't know how you got in. Are you uh, glad? His ID is still valid. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but we, now we're doing the TK's wow. Boudoir. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. TK's Boudoir is brought to you by centerincompany.com. You can put in the um, tag After Buzz TV. You get a discount. Uh, it's true. I did it myself. And it works, you guys. If you have never tried it, you should Stop. today no, go to centerin.com. Centerincompany.com. Type in the promo code AfterBuzzTV and do what I do. If you like saving money, buy in bulk. If you spend more than $75, you get shipping for free. $75 for cocoa butter? You're like the Virgil's of the Million Dollar Man right now, Jack. You sold out. Jack sold out with quickness. Hold that briefcase. And to all of our other sponsors, I'll sell out for you. Get in contact with Josh in the booth. He'll set it up. I'll sell out for you. Uh, so today in the boudoir, we have Cedric Alexander. I'm really excited to oh, see yeah. where his career is gonna go. Like, I feel like they're giving him a nice little, a nice moderate push. Um, Chad Gable and uh, no, Baron Corbin. He's a boo Yes, and of course Mandy Rose and <laughs> Alexa Bliss. I, I 
Please. I didn't miss please it. Please interrupt the boudoir because it's being that's chilled out. always my girls in the, in the boudoir forever. So and DJ Alexander in the boudoir. What the hell? Look at this. Look at his shades. Look at look at his look. This is the new Jim Alexander. The Chicago star Jim Alexander. Oh, yeah. Before you were too modest. Now you're just going full on cocky. This right? is... I'm putting myself in a boudoir. Uh, now it's like when The Rock forever. came back and he was Hollywood. Yeah, but he was yeah. always Hollywood. Yeah, but he, now I am Chicago Hollywood, so it's even a notch higher and better. Okay. Oh, well, geez. moving on yeah. to other people who are in boudoirs. Your boy Baron Corbin yes. somehow beat the Chad Gable uh, in a King of the Ring match. Just <laughs> wow! Somehow beat who? Chad, I, yeah, I can't. The I can't. Chad Garbage. Gable. Garbage. I'm not going to turn heel. Just thoughts about the match, man. Tell thoughts me. about the match. I've yeah. been calling this for months. I've been telling you guys. I've been telling you all. Baron Corbin is making his presence. He's making his rum. Now he is the King of the Ring. Of course he was. Come on, realistically that. Chad Gable? He looks like a 12-year-old with no moves besides Matt Wrestling. I agree. He's going to take out Baron Corbin. We knew this was... This was as a given as it is. You know, it's like... You have the New England Patriots playing as the Miami Dolphins. Ooh. It's Baron Corbin all the way taking over the rightful <coughs> winner. Chad Gable had no place even to be in this main event, in this final of it. Hey, my man's winning, and he's going on to better things, just like I am. What's Chad say, TK? Oh, Minash said, breaking news, Jim has been drafted out of the boudoir. <laughs> Hilarious. Wow. They don't make those calls. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Farmer, you've been doing bracketology for King of the Ring. Props to you. Yes. With, a- with just 16 asterisks, I have a perfect bracket. <laughs> you had King Ricochet. Only 16, only 16 asterisks. Other than those, I am perfect. Yeah. So, thoughts about the tournament, how it culminated in the match itself? Well, to start off, I mean, with the, the tournament, it, it started off amazing. I thought every match was great. I even loved the, the triple threat match they mm-hmm. had. Uh, the finale, unfortunately, did leave me wanting more. It felt, you know like, what? It felt like the worst match of the whole tournament was the finale. Yeah. Even I think even WWE felt that Gable. way. Exactly. Because of Chad Gable, to be fair, yeah. Thank and, you, thank you. But do you think it's, it's because, sorry to cut you off, do you think it's because of uh, Elias getting injured kind of messed up what they planned on doing? I don't think Elias was going to win because that would have been a weird heel well, I don't think he, heel. I think that the, the game plan was for Baron Corbin to win, but as far as Baron Gor- Corbin going up against somebody, do you think because Elias got injured, it kind of threw everything off? Because I don't think they would... Baron Corbin and Chad, it, like you were saying, it didn't make any sense. So, so you're, you're, like, you're saying that Elias would have gone to the finals. Yeah, yeah a different yeah. opponent that like you could actually get excited about and excited like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. But when you're seeing Baron Corbin and Chad Gable, it's like, okay, they weren't pushed. They haven't been pushing Chad Gable for for a minute. And for a minute, for his lifetime, right? Right, a minute. What minute are you on? Giving him no, don't for Jack Gable. Don't for for uh, for his lifetime. They haven't been pushing him, and you know they have been pushing Baron Corbin. Even though some people are fans or not fans of him, they have been pushing him in a. There's somebody backstage that likes him. Right. On on SmackDown, they could have used Ali. They could have used Buddy Murphy. They could have used Kevin Owens. Those are three people right across the board. Somebody said Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, Joe would have yeah. been. He was on the same side as Corbin, though, so mm-hmm. that wouldn't have worked out. But the point is, there's multiple people that would have just felt more believable. I don't think anyone watched this thought that Gable was going to win. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as opposed to every other match was a nail biter. They were close. You didn't know who was going to win, um, except for me with my 16 asterisk bracketology. <laughs> um, but uh, just as far as the match goes, it went. A bit, it felt like it went long. Yes. But there was two moves that were really great, and it was the. 
The deep six was he pulled off was great. Baron Corbin's deep six looked great, and the end of days, the way he <laughs> went into that looked amazing. I think I like to give shout outs for good moves. No, I'm right? saying the fact that Chad Gable's in the match, you can't say anything positive about Chad Gable. Proves he sucks. Not that proves. he sold. Not that Gable sold that move. He's just so yeah. light and small that you can yeah. throw him around like a toy, and that's what Baron well, Corbin I mean, did. Let's not yeah. say all that. I'm sure he is a great wrestler, but he's just not up to. Well, he's par. a wrestler. Wrestler, like yeah, in we, a theory, like Matt wrestling, like in high school. You know, that's stuff they oh, made you do right. in PE Lord. class. Absolutely. Yeah. You no, know, Jim is right, man. Look, I, I, for Jim months... Jim is right? Jim is right. Who are you? Or Chad Gable? No, this is Jim a new show. Right. Did you hear from This is a new day. This is a new day. This is a new Fobito? Yes. No. Okay. Here's, here's why okay. the tournament failed. Because they were trying to make someone elevated in the classical sense and try to have it as a breakout tournament for Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. You put him in the finals, and guess what? There's no charisma whatsoever. He beat Shelton Benjamin because he called him short. Great. He beats Andrade. I didn't believe that victory at all. And then he put him mm-hmm. against Shane McMahon so, so you can say, oh, he overcame the odds just to get flattened on a match that was bumped from the pay-per-view, not good to be on <laughs> pay-per-view. And you're supposed right. to tell me that that's supposed to be the final of the tournament? Chad Gable just proves to me that you can be a good wrestler. You can go and have nothing to offer you. There's like, he's like less than French vanilla. He is like regular stock vanilla. Wow. Some like people are just pale vanilla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Regular vanilla is pretty good sometimes, so I don't know if that's Chad no, Gable, the, the, the ones in the classic. <laughs> <the plastic, laughs> here's a perspective. Here's a perspective. This is Mike working. Better be working. Uh, perspective. Okay. He, Robert Roode is over now because he's away from Gable. Gable was yes. holding down Robert Roode. Yes. Just look at that well, I mean, in yeah. theory and sense. Please, oh, yes. Preach. Love it. Preach. Yeah, when, when he was tagging with Gable, no one, no one cared. Right. They were losing constantly. It took away. It, it you had to take Rude away from Gable for him to finally get over. Well, I think they were giving Rude something to do because remember when Rude came, he had the belt and then he was gone for a little bit, and then they put it's like okay, well, Rude needs something to do. There's Chad. Let's put them together. Absolutely. That was like in between time. Like we we already know that that Bobby Rude by himself was amazing, yes. glorious, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So they is I think they just needed something in between. It's like you two not doing anything. Let's give them the belt. They had something to do. So we already know that was just like whatever a one off. So when Chad like everybody knew who was the boss in that situation. Sure. So like for Chad, it's just like they're just I don't know. Somebody leaned back likes them too. I guess so. If but Chad Gable was off TV, how many weeks would it take before you realized he wasn't on TV? Indefinite. Uh, moving on, the tag, <laughs> t- <laughs> tag team match of the Rose Division. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss taking on Sasha and Billy. Whoa, what is this? Yeah, tag team match player. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been out of the loop, yeah. man. Uh, Sasha and Bailey takes uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Uh, thoughts about the match and how we had Charlotte and Becky coming out uh, after the result. Jack, Jim Beto, that is your tag team name. That's right. I like that name. Oh, for yeah. real, Dylan. I can't with these two. Mm-hmm. Or three. Sometimes Jack don't crack me on different sides. Hey, oh, you just put over your whole business. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Super kids. Give you like the longest promo. I haven't even given. I didn't even give after bus promos like that long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He got you that. Uh, eventually, it says she, she's Team Jack and Team TK. So there you go. Well, All right, you faces. Uh, but yes. exactly match. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was fine. I don't. Did Alexa really get hurt? Because she got she pulled will. out. Yeah, she rolled out of the ring. I'm not sure if she's legitimately hurt, but that seems to be yeah. a common trope in those matches that Nikki does a lot of the working for Alexa. Uh, right. and, and to me, I think it was kind of weird how Nikki pretty much handled the Boston Hub connection like a bunch of jobbers, but that was my perspective. <laughs> mm-hmm. TK, what do you thought about the match? Uh, and the fallout, too. I feel like 
sometimes they it's like a hit or miss with the women's divisions. Like sometimes they get it, and then sometimes it's like, oh, we're going to go in a different direction, but it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm still waiting to see how the rest of this year is going to play out with the women's division. Sure. And I'm still kind of irritated that you know May Young. There was no talk Agreed. of May Young. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Evolution last year on this time, and there's no talk of that. Um, and it's just like they have so many women on the women's roster that they need to showcase a la Naomi where like where she go why is it you? okay let me ask you a comment if, if you were if, okay, if, Chad Gable of uh, <laughs> <laughs> women's division yeah. no Chad Gable no should be should it be no but is technically book like let me ask you a question then if you had a, one thing that you can do to improve the women's division today on Raw what would you do Mind you, you have people in the back Naomi. that are injured. You can't leave. Bring over Mandy Rose. Mm. That'd be Jim's idea. I'm just saying, as far as the tournament, as far as the pay per view. I mean, do? we're in that we're in the right era where we could show. It's like last year, like everything was coming to a head. It's like okay, I don't want to compare it to the Me Too movement, but like they're it's women first, or mm-hmm. you know, showcase women. So like that that's what they were doing last year. So you had the May Young, you had the 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 Women's Evolution, and you're showcasing more women. And now this year, it's kind of like. Okay, yeah, we it was like it was a nice toy, and now it's like, oh, well, this toy's been around. I agree, it's pretty cynical how they did it. Right, so yeah. it's like you're not seeing them as you're seeing them more than you did five years ago. So I'm not saying that you know. What do you you're think not it is? Them. Is it like an advertising thing? Is, is Steph off the ball? Like, what do you think? It could be the three? writers. It just it depends on who the writers are. If there are writers that are are actually female writers writing for you know the women right it's not to say that men can't write for women but there's a different angle and a different mentality that you have so if you have a female writer in the back writing for women then the stories might be a little bit more interesting but it's gotta be some person saying like no we're doing evolution right to that do we know how well it did financially I mean it's cynical but maybe it just didn't do well it's hard well, look at the, they didn't give it a chance it was on Long Island, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. They, didn't, <laughs> so, they, didn't, right. they didn't give it much of a chance. They didn't do any promo. promo. They had the um, the pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia at the same time, pretty much. Right. So it was just like they didn't give it much of a, a chance. They, they, they didn't really do much of the storylines properly. And then you couple that with the Mae Young, and it's just like... Yeah, well, Mae Young... This were the problem. Like, are we talking directly about the tag team or just in well, general? The reason, the reason the tag team is a jumping off point because you basically don't have a roster for the tag team division. Oh, right. Like, right. This time last year, I felt like things were happening. Mae Young Classic, Evolution, mm-hmm. the tag team division. Because that title meant more. Like, that was that was a thing. They were yeah. fighting for that title. That title was legitimized, you know, and it was legitimate. That was a thing. It was more important, that tag team title... Than the actual women's title at some point when they debuted it, like everyone was joining up to try to get that right. all the top. Now it's just it, it dissipated. You well, know, we don't it have just as many faded away. Tag teams, female tag teams, right? That yeah. are, so, like that are legitimate tag teams. I think you have three. You have uh, uh, Fire Oscar, and Desire, Fire and Desire, Oscar and Kyrie, and the uh, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy mm-hmm. Kay. And the Iconics. Yeah. Yeah, the only ones. And, and then, then if Naya, we have Boston Hug connection, Boston Hug, like, and yeah, then Naya and Tamir are injured still, so I'm not sure they count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I don't so know. you don't have much of a, a tag team division, so that's 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 the problem. So you, we'll we'll see what's gonna happen. Okay, there. the last thought about the match though itself, Jack. Uh, you had Becky coming out and Charlotte coming out. It looks like a giant either two and two or four way going. Uh, what do you think yeah. the next step is happening for that one? I have a feeling they're gonna do some kind of tag team match at Hell in a Cell with uh, all four of them in there. So I, I think they're gonna do like a a Lynch and Charlotte versus. Um, be- uh, uh, Bailey and um, Sasha. So not long one on one. Like Becky was like, "I want you in the hell in the cell. Come for me, Bailey." I mean, maybe I guess that, that could happen. Just it seemed weird the way they all. It was a tag match and they all came out together. Yeah. It's, it seemed a little repetitive if they just did the exact same 
matches yeah. this time around. Are you are you on board a second time? Uh, yeah, I think I'm on board for I'm on board for Sasha and Becky Lynch. I'm not so on board for Bailey and Charlotte. I agree with that. That's totally fair. Uh, I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Why is Bailey still holding titles? Yeah. All right, moving Why on. She's becoming an amazing heel and Flobo. You should tell Jim all about it. Uh, no, because two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I raged super hard on the show about mm. Bailey. So I'm not going to do that again. That's your girl, right? <laughs> because I'm a face on the show. Except for Chad Gable, like I saw. Uh, before we move on, <laughs> yeah, we're going to change that yeah. around. Before we move on, uh, Jackie, tell the world how they can listen to this Afterbus show and other Afterbus shows. Hi everyone, I'm Jack. Far- <laughs> that is so different I, than I would do it. I'm but- Jack Farmer with AfterBuzz TV. And I love TV. Cosmetics. <laughs> and we are the ESPN of, Af- of AfterTalk Television. And we got there because of viewers like you. And the only way we can stay that way is if you click that like button, follow button, and subscribe button. And while you're there, leave a review, leave a comment. Those are the things that help us to keep continuing to provide content like this for you. Thanks again. Flobo. Back to you. Jim's, wow. Jim's right yeah, again. I'm That's shocked by this. Was great. This is, <laughs> this is such a mild, polite promo. You're not calling out the march. You're not telling him to get out of the basements or anything like I was. Jack's a good guy. I mean, Jack, you really are. I didn't know in basements, though. They have to be. What they're are they doing houses. now at this time? Oh, my time? God. Come on. <laughs> Oh my god. Shout out to Nothing else to do. Yowie, wowie, Bosa, Bosa, Evangelina, Great Facts. My boy Dylan, Dylan. Updating me on Baron Marie. Corbin stuff. Wow. Uh, so big news today, I guess, was the first ever gender reveal party uh, in WWE <laughs> history. Awesome. Why did we not lead with this? I have no <laughs> idea, man. Sorry, Chad white, Gable. Uh, white chocolate Kit Kat. Uh, <laughs> Chad Gable's the child of Maria. Okay, uh, Maria's child, Chad Gable. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, you're a very small baby. Oh, uh, listen. So wow. the idea is that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The, the first, I mean, the first baby bigger than the dad. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rolls up, Chad. And, oh, and Michael. And Mike Canellis ain't no Braun Strowman either. You know? wow. So Maria, which I thought the, the evil pregnant woman thing was done, is not. And she said the dad was actually Ricochet. And Ricochet is like, what do you mean? And that ends up being a match, which Ricochet goes over. But then Rusev returns. Please someone make sense of this. TK? Yeah, make any sense of this. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, shout out to... Rusev? Uh... <laughs> Mike Kanellis because they've been punking him for years. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, yes, straight up. Shout out to him for not letting it get to him because the confidence he must have yes. to play that character. Yeah, because he they've been punking him forever. Yeah, um, it's one of those things where I don't know because you just see them randomly. I believe they are on two hundred five live like more oh, regularly. Yeah, but um, it's just like you see them randomly and they're like, okay, this is what we're gonna do, and you know, before you ship off and have your baby, and we're not gonna see you for a couple months. Um, it was it was interesting. It was fun. It was entertaining. But I don't want to see it every week. Yeah, poor Ricochet. Like, look, man, I'm just, I'm just. He got slapped one too many times and beat his ass. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Rusev comes out all slim and trim. Jack, talk. We Rusev's think. amazing. Yeah, Where's Lana though? Where's Titus Lana? was hilarious Ooh. in that scene. Mm-hmm. By the way. Titus is always hilarious when they give him a moment, but they. Yeah. That that whole scene was like a filtered down, like a like a filtered um, attitude era moment that was. Terrible in all the right ways. Yeah, it was horrible, but it was just hilarious the whole whole way. I I thought it was a really fun segment. 
I don't really get where they're going with it, but it was good to see Rusev back. You might he not did, see anything with it next he, week. He, yeah. did, he did look slimmed down. Uh, I actually liked him with the beard more than the mustache. Where's Lana at, though? Hey, we got to bring her back. Well, he, I'll throw her in a boudoir. Does she count as a wrestler? How do you uh, just throw her in the boudoir? It's not your boudoir. Yes, it is. He danced to it. You don't dance this, in a boudoir. Oh, I'm my just goodness. Saying, the people. Things, this, right. is a, like, Flo, this is a new day. New things. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? So... Yes. Yeah. Pancakes, me pancakes. Flow. Uh, Bo Rocks. Uh, Flow. Uh, Bo Rocks. Flow. It was God. definitely a weird match from uh, a weird sick segment you were saying. It's very, very attitude era. Um would you have brought back Rusev that way, Jim? Would you have brought him back as a guy who just beats up a guy? How else would you bring him no. back? That's the question. That's my next question. Like, the here's the thing. What up, do you want to do with him? Is he going to be a jobber again? Like, you bring him in for something big then. You know, you could have somehow had him interfere maybe in a King of the Ring. You know, yeah, and, and had Gor- Corbin still go over, whatever, beat up Gable just to show that Rusev's here taking people out, right? Yeah. And you, you mm-hmm. could have used him as an impact. He's got a new look. You we repackaged him, basically. He's been gone for a while. But you waste him again. So, to me, that tells me they don't care. They don't care much about it. They don't see much for him going forward. Should they care about Rusev? Do you think that he's someone oh that God. should be Not featured? at this point. I don't. I think he wore out his... He had his shots. You know, yeah. he had but his he's shots. And, to cut, though. He's way too valuable to cut. No, you got. He's a yeah. solid he's hand. He he's yeah. a solid hand to have on a roster. But as far as, like, I just think he is... Low mid card, you know, going for like he's a guy who'll stick around for a long time. But as far as something significant, like here's a re- repackage, here's a push mm-hmm. for him. I don't see that happening. Well, he's not wearing the uh, the flag tights. Yeah, know? yeah. I think if there was a a push for him, he it would have been different. Yeah, you would have known he made his mark. You yeah. know, you're like, damn, Rusev is back, and this is what yeah. he's doing. That's what they did with like Jinder Mahal. He when he came yeah. back, all. Yes. Like yep. all slim and trim, like you saw the steady rise until he. But you know, it was also timing because yeah. they were trying to. WWE was going into India, but like you saw, you saw the steady rise, and when he got the belt yeah. with Rusev, it's just like, what's happening here? If, if and then if, is he really the baby daddy? Because Lana, we don't it, see Lana anywhere. If Rusev mm-hmm. doesn't come back, it wouldn't shock me. If this was a one-time, just came in here to do this. Oh, so you think he bit. would just do a like a, a, one-off? a Titus? You'll just see him randomly once in a while, yeah, and on house shows. At that yeah. point, it's like you're you're stashed on a roster and just kind of, you know, working I mean, your contract through. There's or a whole what? bunch of people doing that. Yeah, yeah. And where's Lana? Is is she in a doghouse somehow? I or saw, is she not? Or is she being getting repackaged for a new I role? I saw on her social media within the last two or three days she was overseas, but she was like she's been like doing Fashion Nova fits and like she yeah. has, she's been not talking about wrestling whatsoever. It's very weird. So I don't mm. know. It, Either that's a setup for a return, or that she's just removing herself. Yeah, I can't think of the last Lana match. I'm trying to think of the last yeah. Lana match. Last Lana appearance. Last Lana appearance. Well, I remember last time I saw Lana, it was on Twitter. And uh, I was stuck in very dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking about characters and repackages, uh, Jack, I want, to, I want your opinions on this one. The AOP gets a brand new promo. Uh, they're they're dressed in suits. No mm-hmm. more Riot gear. No more Drake Maverick. No more uh, Paul Ellering. Yeah. There's, I, I think they're speaking Albanian. Uh, they just had this whole thing. They're, they're about mm. world fighters. They look like 
Henchman, really? Yeah. Uh, thoughts That's, about that? Now that felt. I loved it. I, I, I love that you said henchman because I was thinking as I was watching this, these look like two guys that John Wick would have to fight. Right. <laughs> and, and I thought that was so cool. They seem so intimidating and so scary, and it's different than what we're seeing. And so I really am excited to see them back. And I'm glad. I'm definitely glad they lost all that other stuff that they were doing. And this was great to me. I definitely want to see more of them. So let me ask you this, Jim. I know they were saying a couple uh, weeks ago, like Paul Heyman is taking over Raw and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. creative vision and stuff like that this promo there wasn't just them backstage hanging with the WWE sign saying we're going to beat you up next week it was all dark it was all moody it looked like a scene out of a flick you know what I mean do you like those kind of things is that yeah like we need more of that we need this henchman types yeah. we, need, we need something fresh right when you see something fresh you know it's fresh right like yeah. that, right. that's you know Eyes don't lie, right? And if you see Rusev and he looks the part and he looks like a cha- you know change repackage, but they don't use him, you know he, nothing comes out of it. This you have that feeling when we saw the Firefly Funhouse for the first time. Mm-hmm. You, you knew you felt something, something different, something cool, something exciting. Like Jack said, yeah. Yeah. he's looking forward to it. We need that because that puts someone over immediately without even that already hypes you up for him, and they're already right. over. You're excited for him, so you're already off to a good start. Right, and I, I also think that no one really talks the way wrestlers talk to cameras when they're just backstage. You know, When they're like, I'm going to come here and I'm mm-hmm. going to do some damage. No one talks like that. Yeah. But these types of things look different and they stand out and they make them seem so much more legitimate than just a guy backstage in his tights going... I'm showing up tomorrow to cause some damage. I do that all the time, every morning. Positive affirmations. <laughs> I look in the, oh I, I look in the mirror. I'm like, this, right. I'm gonna take the championship on Thursday. I'm telling you, that's how, you feel so much better. Dylan Feeling said that. last time we saw Lana was Rusev and Lana versus Andrade and Delina, uh, August 21st, 2018. Uh, 2018. That's more than a year ago. Wow. Uh, oh my gosh. Last question about the AOPTK. Would you have them just have them be themselves, or would you give them another manager? Or do you think that it's time I for think that, everyone's? I think that works. I like their look. I've added them to the boudoir. Okay. I was going like, to ask you oh. boudoir. Yeah. <laughs> That's a verb. Boudoir. <laughs> I like their look. Um, it's, it's just one of those things where they get to a certain point and then they drop off. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they... I'm really... I would really love to like be a fly on the wall in those writing rooms. Like how they make these decisions and how they decide like, no, nah, we're not going to do that anymore and just completely scrap it as if the yeah. wrestling viewers don't remember it. Like, it's like almost like um, a Men in Black type thing. Like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. It didn't happen. But to mm-hmm. be fair, I mean, the last time we saw them, their manager peeing themselves, right? So it's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, who but it's that decision? <laughs> yeah, it's but, a, but a promo like that makes you forget that. And it yeah. just completely Until erases it from your mind. It gives it a fresh right. start. Fresh start, right? Yeah, we all love that. So. Yeah. Speaking of fresh start, we had a new uh, mayor as a 24-7 champion, Glenn Jacobs, who is not Kane today, apparently, uh, rolled up our truth on his tour of Knoxville. Terrible. I uh, became 24-7 champion. <laughs> this belt, man, uh, I think this is the first time I really saw today's 24-7 stuff and I was like, I'm not really feeling it. TK, thoughts? I like it. Still? Yeah. Mm. Because it's just one of those things where it's it's almost like a commercial without being a commercial. Like, they're not selling anything. It's just like this commercial. Here. It's almost like those variety shows where they take a moment and they just, it's something funny and then you move back on. Like and a gender I, reveal. Yeah, and I like, um, <laughs> and I like, oh my gosh, I like our truth yeah, Like his, yeah. when he was thinking old dude was Matt Johnson and it's just like, what? Yeah, President of the United States, I think he called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. our so, truth is so funny. Yeah. Mayor. So I, yeah, I, I 
have gotten kind of sick of the twenty four seven title, but I Not love you I too. love I love I love Kane. So seeing him against sorry Mayor Jacobs, I'm the mayor. Uh, no, uh, you know I love seeing him, uh, but I think really it's just a promotional piece for them. It gives them a chance to go on to a TV show and have the host become the champ for a little bit. Oh, by the way, check out Raw this right. weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. That's that's I think what it really it's like is almost like free advertising. It, it, exactly, and so I think that's, it's a more interesting way than just having Triple H go on a radio show and be like, "Yeah, we're going to be in town." Next that's week. a Triple H impression. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how yeah, all my we're, imitations. We're are. My well, come on, Flobito.com. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair and honest, yeah. you, need, you need to put over Knoxville because that that town doesn't put itself over. Yeah, so you need something like that. Wow. I mean, I love who the hell would live there? That you know, Knoxville. Is not a star. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. Knoxville is like the Chad Gable, probably. Of no, the US. no one deserves the Chad Gable. For you, after seeing today and and getting the our truth, like it's not really that stick. You know, you got it wrong. If you had to take our truth out the equation, but you still had to put uh, Knoxville over, who do you think would be the next legitimate quote unquote twenty four seven champion to fill that role of comedy without Titus. being our Titus the inaugural champion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Titus would be good. I actually think I was thinking Big E would be the guy I'd like that? to see take it to another level. Because Big E's funny, but he could also do that whole come try to take the title from right. him. Because he's also big enough that people would go, eh, you know what, maybe I'm not going to try to sneak up on you. But he's funny, too, so yeah. he could play both sides I mean, there's a lot of people who could play uh, both roles, and you have, again, people in the locker room that are not, <laughs> like, we saw Titus for all of, you know, less than 90 seconds. Do you think mm-hmm. Titus is done? I think, uh, I think Titus I think is a is. I think Titus is a company man and um his role in charities and stuff is a good partnership with WWE. Sure. So mm-hmm. WWE and he's getting booked a lot. I think he just came out with a book I think a week or two ago. Um so even if he's done in the ring all the philanthropy, you know what I'm saying? Philanthropy. Thank you. Um, all of that that he's doing is <laughs> <laughs> all that he's doing it's it it just makes sense. Yeah. So um yeah, I don't see him in the ring anytime soon. And they weren't doing much with him anyway. Yeah. I think he's made his peace with it. When when was yeah. he? The last time we remember him is tripping over, the, you know, <laughs> right, the, yeah. running right. into That's the Royal Rumble. Almost two years yeah. ago. Year so now. it's yeah. like yeah. he's yeah. been out of his spot. I think he's cool with it. And it's, the guy's doing a lot in his personal life. You yeah. know, he's got a lot of different ventures. So if he's fine with it, it's all good. And you then know? you're banded with a, a big company. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you're getting... a couple checks. Oh, okay, maybe Titus is a bad example because because he has a... That, what about those long-term individuals are, are just in the back... Like, Heath Slater. We saw him today. Yeah. I forgot he was in the roster, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, like, do you think he is done? Like, the, so I feel like... Do you think for Hawkins, those right. guys are riders. Is there a need yeah. to put these yeah. guys out there just for the say, hey, look, we're keeping you fresh? Or are we just going to have you in the back touring as a practice player? Like, what... I'm well, sure they're doing house show things and stuff okay. as yeah. well. I'm but sure it, they're doing stuff. Yeah, but it also depends, too. Like, you have to realize that you're not always going to be the shiny new toy. Like, well, they never were be, to begin right, with, and right. they never yeah. will be. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, again, not everybody's going to be LeBron. Right. Like, you know, you have well, you yeah. have, you have have your hay in the sun. Like, you came out, you, you wanted to be a wrestler. You got to the company that you wanted to be with. They still, they didn't drop you. They didn't, you know, one day you wake up and you see your name. Like, you're no longer with the company. Like, you're, you could be a lifer and you're okay with that yeah. and we don't know if they have multiple streams of income because if they do then they're living great if they don't then you're not smart but they're like the Josh McCowns of wrestling yeah. <laughs> if you if, if you're in the, if you want to be a pro wrestler and you're in the WWE as a jobber you've made it 
Like Correct. that's a, yeah. you're you're doing good. I think a lot of people lose sight of that. Just because you're not main eventing WrestleMania doesn't mean you're not killing it. In well, your it industry. depends on the creative side. Like if you're with WWE and they're not allowing you to be creative, and that's really like you are truly unhappy. Yeah. Then fortunately, at this particular point in time, not only do you have social media, you have other. You could travel. You could literally travel the world and work and not have to do anything else. Right. So it's a perfect time to be a wrestler if you if, if being creative is. Is your goal? If you're like your main goal was to get to WWE, and now you're kind of sort of coasting and you're doing other things, then you know you're living your best life, and you realize that you're not going to be, you know, John Cena or LeBron James. Hey, not everyone's elite. Yeah. (laughs) If you're a jobber made out on TV, are you still considered a jobber? Just curious. If if you're, yeah, jobber. Well, they call them WWE superstars. Everyone's a superstar. I I, I think the term jobber just means you lose all the time. Correct. At least to me as a viewer. Well, I guess it doesn't. The point is moot. Again, there's a whole rabbit hole. The point is moot as of Sunday. But Luke Harper wasn't a jobber, but he wasn't on TV for Mm -hmm. like eight months. Was he considered a jobber if he's not on TV? Or well, depends. What, what's the injury? Like, yeah, what are yeah. the, what's the plan for him? That's the question. Sure, sure, sure. Are, are they looking to push him? Then he's not a jobber. Well, if he's yeah. someone, sometimes you know, people lose due to other pushes. You know, they get lost in stuff like Ali, right? Should have been champion potentially, maybe. Um, but they're slowly working their way. You know, they're still giving him hope. He's he hasn't been buried. Right. Other people sometimes they lose their shot and they're buried for good. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, and they're not recovering. De- depends on what the plan is for him, you know, and I think that's that's what it boils down to. Uh, moving on real quick, uh, your girl Lacey Evans is in action tonight yes. against Dana Brooke. Uh, she has a few with Natalia. <laughs> Dana, Dana Brooke, uh, not, that's yeah, yeah that's uh, women's a, version she, of it. She yeah. had a few with, uh, with with Natalia, but she put her in a sharpshooter, quote unquote, which kind of looked like, like like a sharpshooter lion tamer. One it was, leg a, it thing. was a sharpshooter. Just call it a sharpshooter. It was not a sharpshooter. You squat with a sharpshooter, but she oh, was like my. one knee down. It was like twisted a bit or whatever Lacey's recovery as a character is it possible or is the damage too far well, down well we mm-hmm. talked about how they buried her those yep. that whole run against Becky Lynch and then you know teaming up with my boy Baron Corn, who's recovered clearly uh <laughs> Yeah. It, it damaged her because she was so she was fire. I mean, that was your big breakout star. Matt kept on saying, I kept on saying, everyone was saying that that was her time. She should have taken that title off of Becky, and mm-hmm. she would have been cemented. She would have been still a star. She would have been relevant as anyone. Yeah, yeah. But she's still salvageable. Wise. She's still salvageable. But there's yeah. a lot of digging and recovery that needs to be done. She can't just they can't just push her right away like that. She needs to earn her way. They need to slow burn push her, right. you know, so she gets back to that level where she can prove, because it's too fresh in our minds how she got buried really deep. I think yeah, she but- needs to be a tag, they need to give her a tag team partner. I think she'd be a great addition to the tag team division yeah, that and they needs need something. people. Yeah. Especially if, mm-hmm. uh, as something we were talking about uh, backstage, Flobo, yeah. is that... Um, There's a backstage? We yeah, have it's a, a pass area, you have to get an access card. Yeah, so. in, the, in, oh. the, in the green oh. room. Yeah. I just yeah. walked back, in. Back in the yeah, green room. So that Dana Brooke would have actually been someone who would have been great. She should have someone who's like a solid person but mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have the character mm. so that she can be the character and the other person can be the, the muscle of the right. group. Well, Mon says Lacey has finished uh, and, and she's done ski, so. uh, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I'm not saying anything is possible. I mean, you can really build to anyone, but it really was pretty wonky how she lost those three pay-per-view level quality mm-hmm. matches, was off TV for a month, and then it's kind of of a round. I think it was the timing of everything because um, Becky was, was on 2K, whatever. She, she was on a, quite a few stuff, and yeah. then her and Seth Rollins' relationship, I think the timing of everything just... It was like, okay, it's not the time yet. They wanted to still give Becky her shine and play that as much as possible. 
until you know whatever else happens. That's fair, but that's, we're out of time actually. No. Before we get out of here, Jim Alexander, since you are, are you back? Back? Are, are you, you back? Back? Can you tell well, me? Well, I, I should probably not tell everyone and have it a mystery so everyone can oh tune in gosh. every week, especially to see if DJ. I will say this I am medically clear to entertain you every week, potentially. I am back from Chicago. I know Chicago misses me. I'll be making my returns there. But yes, I, I think I can find my spot right on that desk where Jack's sitting. And <laughs> we'll just move him? him to the left or to wow. the right. Wow. Oh, where were you? Damn. We're going to well, go find you know, him. That's my guy. I like him. <laughs> oh, my God. They so can find me. Jim, the savior of Brock. Well, thankfully, you, you guys know it. Uh, yeah, you can find me at the Jim Alexander on all social media, realtalker.com, R-E-L, and you know I'm around now, so what's up? Oh, man. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com for all of your MC, DJ, and live event hosting needs. You can also find me at realjackfarmer across all social media. Hit me up on Twitter if you want to chat more about what we talked about today. Buy me on everything at TK Trinidad. You can go to tktrinidad.com. And don't forget to get cocoa butter and all that good stuff at centerincompany.com. I should probably start shilling too. Cinderincompany.com. Look beyond the obvious. My name is Lola Voice. <laughs> Lola Voice on Twitter. Aflobito on Instagram. Aflobito.com. You can buy yourself a heel Beto sticker. Aflobito.threadless.com. And until next time, buzz you later. Ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.